Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcoming for the first time on Sam and Greg, Miles Garrett. Fox 5, uh, local actor and the guy who, we, as we try to extend the stable of voices that we have coming up this season for football, college and pro, wanted to uh, bring Miles on. But last time I saw Miles, we were on a movie set, sitting, on the, sitting on the stairs outside of our, not our trailer, a trailer. They call it a honey wagon. Okay, okay. Waiting, for, yeah. wait, waiting to be called yeah. to set and, wow. and trying not to either spill lunch or... <laughs> sweat on our on our um on our wardrobe. Miles, good morning, man, and welcome to uh welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy to be on. That was a that was a pretty good lunch we had though outside that trailer. Yes, we did. Now, yes, we did. Now, did did you did you know that little piece of music, or kind of even guess who that was that we played? So I, I'm going to take a guess. Is that Miles Davis? Uh, I guess I owe this dude lunch. There you go. I do. There you yes, go. we do. <laughs> pay up. Pay up. But it's one of those names that there's only a few people that can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lucky guess. And the song Time After Time, which everybody knows Cindy Lauper made very right. famous. But if, right. you're jazz, if you're in the jazz, you know that Miles did it first. Yeah, he did. He, he did, did it. He did it first. <laughs> well, welcome, man. How are you? Let's introduce you to the audience. How long have you been doing sports here in Atlanta? Whereabouts? And, and uh, where can they normally see you uh, if they don't know? Yeah, absolutely. So I started at Fox 5 a little bit over a year ago, um, kind of mid-July of last year. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, my job is basically to cover the Atlanta Falcons full-time, but uh, I've ended up covering just about everything in Atlanta, whether that's the Braves World Series run last year. Uh, I actually covered Georgia Tech this past weekend and uh, Georgia football as well. So anything Atlanta sports, I'm, I'm usually maybe covering it. But uh, yeah, I, I cover a lot more uh, Atlanta Falcons stuff for Fox 5. Please be joined on the WaitForIt.com hotline by Miles Garrett joining us. And he is social. You, you found can, him, right? You can find him on Twitter <laughs> at Miles Garrett TV. Yeah, Miles Garrett with an I. Now, not, my, the, Miles, uh, not Miles, the Y, Miles Garrett TV. Miles, you got you got to let Sam do this because it's like his thing. He'll throw that out there for you. So <laughs> you, gotta, you wait for that. Yeah. He is social. And then he lets you. Let's everybody know where you can find you. So go yeah, ahead, man. Yeah. It's, it's he didn't know that. He didn't, yeah, he didn't know that. Okay, well, I'm just saying he is social. He is social. You can find him. 
on Twitter at Miles Garrett TV at Miles Garrett TV. Uh, uh, look, your, your impressions of what you've been able to see so far at the camp. I've been out there some, um, and now you know the emphasis turns on preparing to actually go on the field and play a game. Uh, the competition continues, uh, but now we we kind of in game week mode. Yeah, no, it's, uh, again, you, you've seen a little bit of it. Um, th- this team is going to be a lot more interesting than the one from last year. Granted, it may not result in more wins, but I think this team will be a lot better than they were last year just because of the competition level we've seen out of so many positions, which will make the preseason that much more interesting. There's just going to be so many battles that we really have to pay attention to, whether that's you know, quarterback, I know Marcus Mariota has been named the starter, but, I mean, hey, everyone wants to see what Desmond Ritter can do. You have a lot more running backs in the backfield now outside of Cordero Patterson. The wide receivers are completely brand new. The offensive line, every position is up for grabs, with the exception of Chris Lindstrom and Jake Matthews. And then the defense, we're really excited to see DNP's finally open up that playbook. He said it himself. We were kind of waiting to see some of these some of these draft picks from last year's class finally see the field, but it looks like they're finally going to maybe take that next step this year, especially guys like Richie Grant out there in the secondary. So uh, it should be really exciting to see. Uh, this is probably the most excited I've been for a preseason for the uh, the Falcons in quite some time. Why is it that when we get people out there, and, and you you do too when we talk, and, 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 and uh, Eric, nobody talks about special teams. Nobody talks about either concern or we're comfortable there. We ain't got to worry about special teams. I've heard nothing yet, even though, I mean, there's really nothing good to place report. Kicker. The kicker's back. I, mean, I, I get fine. that. But yeah. compared, to what, good kicker too. Yeah. compared to what we saw last year, everybody's just confident we ain't going to talk about special teams, period? No, no, no. I think it's, it, it's, it's definitely important to talk about special teams. And you're right. It is easy to overlook it sometimes. And, hey, you're right. There's some new faces in there, too. We've got a new punter from Tampa Bay, Bradley Pinion. Um, you know, we don't really know what to expect from him. It's kind of hard to assess, you know, what the punters look like in camp because oftentimes they're not even punting. They'll they'll get the snap and the uh, the machine will will shoot the kick up to the the punt returner out there. But right, uh, right. no, one thing that I do feel pretty confident in outside of Young Way Koo, of course, is the the returners. Uh, you know, you have Cordero Patterson, you have Avery Williams. Avery Williams, I think, is a very underrated. Uh, player on this entire team he wasn't in the secondary he's now switched to running back uh, but he primarily was taking kicks last year um, and then you have guys like Lamade Zacchaeus who's also taking reps back there um, another big question mark will be replacing Josh Harris of course you know the Pro Bowl and long snapper uh, Liam McCullough is the guy currently slated to do it but again it's really hard to assess that in in training camp you kind of got to see that in game action a little bit more spend time on the wayfoot.com outline talk with Mal Garrett from Fox 5 uh, joining us talking about Falcons camp. Um, early we played a clip from A.J. Terrell, and he's talking about you know going up against um, in the receiving core and uh, talking about the things they're going to see there with Drake London and, of course, uh, dealing with Cal Pitts. Thoughts about those guys? I know it all goes back to the line, and if the line can give the quarterback time, but thoughts about having those two big targets out there? Yeah, no, it, it's it's – pretty much night and day when you contrast what that room looked like from last year to this year. I mean, just the sheer size, every single guy basically who will be starting maybe outside of Lamade Zacchaeus are going to be maybe six, three or higher. You know, Drake London is six, five, Brian Edwards, I think six, four, Auden Tate. Those guys are all huge, especially when you consider Kyle Pitt, six, six can run like a deer. 
it's, you know, you've seen it in practice a couple of times. I mean, Mariota already has some pretty good timing down with some of these fellows, especially Kyle Pitts. I've seen there's a pretty good connection between those two, but it only makes the quarterback's job that easier, right? I mean, if, if they are getting some pressure, which let's be honest, they probably will be this year with that offensive line, he can just throw it up. And one of those guys can win those one-on-one matchups. And I've seen this all practice long with Kyle Pitts and Drake London, they're able to just get up there and snag the ball, you know, even in, you know, it's good coverage, you know, I've seen AJ Terrell, I've seen him win some battles with him. Kyle Pitts has been winning almost every matchup I've seen of him against any linebackers of any type, which again, he's a tight end. So he'll be seeing a lot of those matchups. Hopefully he won't be double and triple teamed like he was last year when, when Calvin Ridley and, and some other guys were out and he was basically the only option. So you now have multiple options that are big targets. I mean, even Cordero Patterson, he's, you know, he's a running back slash wide receiver. I think they're going to try to utilize him more in the passing game this year than a running back, but he's a big target as well. So granted that offensive line, yes, we do have a lot of question marks about it, but again, I think that's what helps having a mobile quarterback now with, with Mariota and Desmond Ritter, who, are able to maybe buy themselves a little bit more time and also, you know, maybe throw it up and give the receivers more of a shot this year because, you know, you don't have to count on Alameda Zacchaeus having to haul in a catch where, you know, it's a one-on-one coverage just because of his, his size. I really like Alameda Zacchaeus, but he's not going to be winning too many jump balls in the NFL compared to these other guys. So that size is really, I think, going to be beneficial for this wide receiver room. When is the last time? I think this is the first time we've had an actual actor Actual actor, present company, <laughs> present company excluded. Okay, all right. Uh, an actual actor come on here and break things down like Miles is doing. This is wonderful, don't you think? <laughs> it is. He's doing it a is. great job. It Miles is. Garrett again from Fox 5. Um, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I want to I switch gears a little bit here because you were talking about covering not only UGA but also Georgia Tech. We haven't had many people on here talking Georgia Tech. Um, do, do you have do you have a little knowledge you can pass on about what's going to be with what what these guys? What you think we're going to be seeing from this team moving forward this season? Going to get more than five wins this year, hopefully. Hey man, if they get more than three wins, it's, it's a successful season. They haven't won more than three in the last three years, so um, no, it's it's going to be a pretty tough season for the Yellow Jackets just because of the schedule, right? I mean they. They have a daunting schedule, more than usual. I mean, you play Georgia, you play Ole Miss, you play Clemson, you play UCF. UCF's now a, a team you got to consider on your schedule now. So a lot of those teams, they actually play at the beginning of the season. You know, Ole Miss, UCF, and Clemson, I believe, are their first four games of the season. So you're going to find out really quick about how good this Georgia Tech team might be going into the latter half of the year. But it, it really is. I know I hate to use the term because it's so cliche, but it really is a make or break year for this Georgia Tech staff with, with Jeff Collins and, and some of the other guys he has on board there because you can't be winning three games every year anymore. It's, it's, it's past that triple option phase where, you know, you're, you're waiting for them to rebuild that because, you know, that, that did take a, a, a long time. It does take a long time to do getting the right athletes, the, the right recruits in there. But, at the same time, it was very concerning to see the amount of transfers this program had last year. You know, the big one highlighted by Jameer Gibbs, who's going to go to Alabama now and be a Heisman candidate. Uh, it's it's really bad when you can't keep those athletes on your team just because of maybe, you know, the outlook of it going forward. So 
you know, you've got Jeff Sims. He's a very talented quarterback, but he has been prone to mistakes, you know, with the interception. So you want to see him take that next jump. The running back room is, is pretty crowded, but they did lose a lot of talent. Like I said, you lose Jameer Gibbs. Um, you, lost, you lose a couple other guys. I believe they, there was another player they lost in the transfer portal this past year. But all these guys have to take the next steps. That's why they brought in uh, Chip Long, the offensive coordinator. He used to be at Notre Dame, not last year, but he was there previously. Um, and you bring in Chris Winkie, the former, the former Heisman winner, to, to maybe work with Jeff. I talked to Coach Collins yesterday, and he said he had Jeff Sims specifically in mind when he hired Chip Long and Chris Winkie. So you hope to see him respond to that. But uh, if he doesn't, then it's uh, – we might see some changes uh, over at the flats pretty soon. We'll be watching for that, obviously. Uh, Gibbs, I mean, the, if things go the way he thinks will, they'll go in Alabama, he'll end up getting to face Georgia anyway. Uh, thoughts about <laughs> Georgia's reload, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We know they got lots of talent back on offense. Yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> Georgia is a very interesting team for me this year because, as you said, it, it's very – difficult to replace all those guys on the defense i mean alabama did it last year with their with their offense to a certain degree i know that uh, nick saban said that you know it was a rebuilding year but again that's a nick saban rebuilding year i think it's a lot different than everyone else yeah rebuild, but yeah for sure yeah they 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 do have to replace a lot but again it's georgia they already have a lot of talent as well you know jalen carter nolan smith these are guys that very likely will be first round picks next year. Keely Ringo, some of these other, some of these other guys, but you know it, it's it's difficult because they're they're all very young. You got to wait and see. Are they ready to take that next man up mentality, the next man up step? Uh, they did lose their defensive coordinator as well. You know how big of an impact was Kirby Smart versus Dan Lanning? So there's a lot of things to to kind of wait and see with Georgia. Uh, a big thing with me, really, I'm I'm very concerned with Stetson Bennett. Um, you know, you, you, you don't know how he will perform when he has those guys to throw. I mean, he has no George Pickens anymore. He, you know, George Pickens himself, I think, preferred playing with JT Daniels because JT Daniels was able to get him that, that long ball a little bit more. So, Kyrus Jackson, we'll see how his production goes, Dominic Blaylock, those types. But, um, yeah, you know, you, you lose the production of the running backs too. You can't really even depend on that. So, there were a lot of games where you were winning – where Stetson Bennett was, what, 8 for 10, 120 yards throwing, uh, that won't necessarily work every game. You're going to have to have a quarterback who may air it out. So we'll see if maybe he takes the next step. I see he's already, you know, changing his look with the the fresh haircut. So maybe that'll rub <laughs> off the field. Man, Garrett, you've done great this morning. We are not done with you. We're going to have you come back again. Your first time here, did a wonderful job. Um, you, you got Mr. Crenshaw smiling over here. <laughs> which means you've done a wonderful job. And you weaved seamlessly between the Falcons and the two big programs on the college side that we, we talk about regularly here. So, again, this is Miles Garrett, um, Fox 5. He's going to be one of the voices that we have this upcoming season, college and pro football, and we can't thank you enough for getting up and being part of the show this morning, Matt. And congratulations on have you, because they're always asking me here too, so where should we see you, look for you next as far as a production? As far as sorry, you, you yeah, an acting role, an acting role, or is it is it going to be is oh. it going to be ours, the one we did fantasy football? <laughs> no, I'm currently slated for the next uh, Top Gun movie, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, the fantasy football will be the movie that I'll uh, I'll be in next uh, with you, so they'll be able to see both of us on the big screen at the same time. All right, <laughs> man. Listen, uh, thank you. 
And, and again, wonderful job. We can't, uh, we can't thank you enough. And have a wonderful rest of your Sunday, Miles. You guys as well. It was a pleasure. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.